Ladies and gents, ladies and gents, welcome back. Welcome back to the Mutual Respect Podcast. Once again, I am your host, C to the M to the I to the C, C Mike. And I'm followed again by my partners. We got Hype Lopez over here. Hype. Oh, man. Here we go. Squid Games. Let's go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You saw a little sneak preview there. And we also got my boy, DJ Mario. Mario. I don't know how to play that marble game. <laughs> it's my gambu right there yo. gambu baby and by the commentary there i think you kind of know where we're going with this podcast you know today mrp will be tackling the squid games so holla at your boy as y'all also know netflix struck oil once again with another critically acclaimed original franchise called squid games this korean production has captured the mind's eye of the media sphere and has already ingrained itself into pop culture today Becoming the first Korean-based drama to enter Netflix's top 10 weekly most watch list globally and within less than a month has drawn over more than 111 million viewers worldwide to become the platform's most watched series ever. It's crazy. The show was so popular that even China, which doesn't have Netflix at all, is pirating the show at such a high rate. This foreign series is without a doubt a global phenomenon. Global. Global. Yes. But let's be real. Is it all just hype, though? Listen, hype can be good or bad. All right? <laughs> I'm going to put y'all on right now. Well, we're about to find out. Is the show really as good as the critics acclaim? MRP is about to take a deep dive and figure it out on our end. So, ladies and gents, welcome to the Squid Games. We're definitely going to dive into this show like no other. I think we could all agree here, full disclaimer, before we even start, that we're all a fan of this show. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, hell yeah. We're definitely going to discuss this show in a mutually respectful manner. And since my co-host here, Hype Lopez, is such a big fan of the show, he's going to take on the hosting duties for this segment today. I know y'all been waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my time today. <laughs> So clearly I'm going to lose my hosting duties forever. This is this is it. You just <laughs> lost me. I hope you enjoyed the last 14 episodes. Man. He's going to squid games you. He's going to have the viewership after this. It's like, I'm the one left. <laughs> Before we pass off the hype, I do want to give a disclaimer. In regards to the characters and the actors of the squid games, this is a Korean-based production. This is a Korean-based show. Unfortunately, we're not fluent in the language, and therefore, there's a high chance that we might pronounce some of these names wrong. We're going to try our best to yep. pronounce in the best way that we can. If we do pronounce these names wrong, we want you to know that it's in full respect to the characters and full respect to the actors, and we're sorry if we can't get the pronunciation right, but we're trying. So with that said, Hype Lopez, the show is yours. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump right into this. What was y'all's first impressions of Squid Games? Did it, so to speak, live up to the hype? Let's start with Mario, actually. DJ Mario, what you got for us, bro? How you feel about Squid Games? The way I even found about it was through you guys. We had a little group chat and y'all were like bringing it up like Squid Games. What the hell is this? Like, I had no <laughs> idea. What, like, straight up, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, yo, and then just a lot of word of mouth. I hear so much talk about it. Let me just check it out. And I jumped into it and 
you know what? We're spoiling this. So I'm it's saying spoiler alert this, all the this, way. We're going, we're going in on this episode. <laughs> Yo, I can't even think of red light, green light the same because of this show. Now. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> they took the meaning of red light, green light to a whole other level. It's just crazy, man. Like the first episode was a story builder and I didn't know what was taking me. And then you see the actual game. And then you kind of know what's going to happen. But when you actually see it happen, when you see all these people get murked and red light, green light, you just realize, oh, damn, this shit is crazy. It's like some saw stuff. But then they're also playing like Sinatra in the background. So like how they try to make this poetic at the same time. Like it's weird how they're trying to like do the little artwork with this. But it's yeah, dark as it, hell. it gets deep, man. It really it does. Gets, and after I finished that first episode, I was like, I got to keep on watching. I, you you I, watched I, like, it in one sit through, almost in one sit through. It was two sit throughs. I saw like up to episode six, and then I was like, Yo, mm, "That's a lot." Nice one through six is a lot, man. Each episode gets darker and darker. So like at six, I was like, "Oh man, I gotta I gotta let this brain relax." Yeah, I did it in two sittings. Great show. All right, man. All right, man. See, Mike, what you got for me, man? How did you feel about Squid Games? Yeah, yeah. I mean, similar to Mario, word of mouth was crazy on this, man. You guys kept bringing it up randomly. <laughs> like, I was bugging out something like, you know I me. Mean? I look at our group chats and I'm like, Squid Game, what, what, what kind of sick shit are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sound, it sounded weird. I was like, what the heck is a Squid Game? I started seeing these random, you know, memes and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is what they're talking about? All right, so it's like a Korean-based TV show on Netflix. All right, cool. You know, the word of mouth kept getting larger and larger. And then when I started hearing that Squid Games was like number one on Netflix, I was like, first you have my curiosity, now you have my attention. Let me go check this show out and see what it's about. That first episode, it got me. I'm not going to lie. I was watching it at first and I was like, oh, this is a a cool little game. You know, kind of remind me of Saw, you know? And I was like, it had had like Saw mixed with Hunger Games, Battle Royale, which is another foreign um, movie that came out back in the day, which is nice shout out. Yep. Then, you know, when it got to the end, when they did the red light, green light and just how visceral it was, but also how playful it was at the same time. And as the series went on, it just got more and more interesting and the performances were good and it just kept you engrossed in it. And, you know, we're going to get further into the details of the episodes later on. But my first impression was I was surprised. I think that was the big thing. I kind of knew what it was based on the word of mouth. But I was surprised how in-depth it went when I actually saw it on my end. So, you know, Lopez, did you have a similar situation when your first impression? Yeah, man, I, I want to say I probably was the one who's who's planting the seeds from the jump because I, I did catch was. it, you know, <laughs> did, did catch it on the Netflix, you know, real. And I'm on the homepage looking for something to start binge watching again. You know, I, re- I came across squid games and i'm like just like chris said like what the hell is squid games and why are y'all calling it that like that sounds mad <laughs> weird bro but you know i'm reading the description a little bit and chris you called this out perfectly the first thing i thought of was battle royale kind of underground though i know it didn't hit you know as hard here in the u.s so if you haven't seen battle royale check that out too because that's that's a cool little precursor to this series but watching that first episode man just like y'all started it out just confused not really knowing where it was gonna go 
And all of a sudden, I'm like, this show is hitting, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it's happening, but it's hitting and I'm intrigued. There's this weird childlike environment, all these people in this game of death. And why are they playing children's games? It's so many questions that I had. You know what I mean? Some of them were answered. Some of them were not. All that to say I was hooked for sure, man. I'm going to get right into the next part of the segment here. What were your guys' favorite episodes? What were your highlights that really got you hooked into the series? And, and see, Mike, we're going to start off with you on this one, actually. I mean, like, listen, I think a lot of people would say episode one by default because that's like the big, you know, red light, green light episode. While that did capture me and it's a great episode that probably gets my honorable mention in regards to like the highlight it wasn't until episode four where i was like clapping at the end of the episode and saying okay this show is on point like it's getting better episode four and then episode six episode four was like where i was like yeah like this show was out my adrenaline was pumping and then episode six when i was like wow the show is hitting hard. Yeah, man. I think episode six was his peak of the show. Ain't nobody going to disagree with you, man. Episode yeah, six was wild, yeah. bro. Shout out to all my Gambu out there. You know what I'm saying? Gambu, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah Gambu, <laughs> man. Yeah, y'all my Gambu, man. Y'all my Gambu, Y'all my Gambu. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, yeah, I think it's like episode four, which was the tug of war episode. And it was the night fight episode as well. The night fight felt like a bonus round. And then it was, yeah, it really was though. Yeah. Like that. And then after the bonus round, the next game started and then it ended with such a cliffhanger that I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Yep. And then episode six was just like the hardest game of a moral. Probably it was simple. It was the game of marbles, but the consequences, even though everybody's dying in every one of these games was so much harder because it, it kind of tricked the actual contestants. They think you're teaming up with your friend in which you're actually eliminating your friend. So, yeah, like in regards to highlights for the show for me, episode four, episode six, if you're new to watching Squid Games, if those two episodes don't grab you, then the show is yeah, not for just you. just give yeah. up at that point, because I mean, that's that's basically it right there. So if you're not feeling it, just just keep moving on. And that's it, man. We will not miss you. Don't worry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Mario, what'd you think, man? What's your two favorite episodes? Oh, I feel like Chris read my mind, man. Like, that was, <laughs> those are my two favorite episodes. Nah, I episodes think that's just too, a consensus yo. around yo. the board, man. For <laughs> episode four and episode six was wild, man. <laughs> yo, like, episode four, I'm sure everyone when they were kids played tug of war. When they explain how to win tug of war, made me realize there's so much strategy that when they say before you even start, you are not pulling down. You put it underneath your armpit and just let the other team just keep on pulling. They're going to gas out strategy like boxing. Just let the guy just go swing on you for the first two rounds. They're going to gas out and then you go in. Y'all think we should make tug of war an Olympic event, man. Cause that's, that shit had me hype. I'm not going to lie, bro. Yo, um, it, it, the strategy. When I found out about the strategy to that, that's what made that episode even jump up even more. Crazy. Because it was just the way he explained it. And I was like, oh, shit. But it makes sense in regards to, you know, when you have a weaker team, how do you combat having less strength? And even then, the episode still left ended on a cliffhanger. Yep. That was, that was the David versus Goliath episode for sure, man. 
it was crazy just getting knowledge from an old man who was confident that they were going to win. Like he had no, he wasn't nervous. He didn't feel no type of way. He came in there like schooling people. That episode, that was one of the reasons I, you know, I really love this show. Episode six, I like it because it breaks down specific characters and what they do when they're vulnerable. I think I'm going to be the first one to say the character's name. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So here's no, no pressure, no pressure. Right. So I start looking at Sho Sang-woo officially different. Don't get me wrong. I looked at him a little sideways on episode two. Yeah, he was always a little sketch. He had the sketchy move. And then the main character, Ji-hoon, knew, but he never confronted him. But it was there where I was like confirmed. I was like, yo, when he did my boy Ali dirty. Nah. Yo. Yo, that's play 218. For those of y'all who don't remember, that was dirty. Cho San Wu, I, I didn't I didn't respect that, bro, with how you dropped that. But I'm I'm gonna let Mario talk because I'm gonna get too yo, emotional about this. No, like no, that's like the way you feel the way you feel is how I was feeling. I'm there screaming, San Wu, what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking up my boy Ali, just tricking him with rocks and everything man. like that. I don't want to put too much like shade on San Wu. Ali, man, you left the game the first time you come back in the game you know what this game's about we nailed it four and six are the the episodes of the series if you did not like those episodes you didn't like the show i had a little teardrop in the episode six bro because I did too. when yeah. they did my man's there was two points there was two points in there first was the ali joint and i saw it coming you know because i was like some woo up to some and i'm not a- like a- it, ali bro. ali was too good for his own bit. he was too good man he was yeah. too pure this game was about highlighting the demons inside of you you know what i'm saying it was it was showing all facts and stuff of humanity and that's why i love the show right it was so childlike and yet all the concepts for every game was so much deeper right it's it's not just red light green light it's not just <laughs> tug of war this isn't just marbles this is war bro this is a game of death you got to treat it as so you got to respect it as so the other part with the two girls and i'm, I'm gonna yeah. try and say that, their names. that, 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 that me was that, that messed me up. up but we had ji young and then we had Byuk, and their whole scene emotional a roller coaster so well written and actually with that said let, let's go into the next part let's just talk about the characters man For this type of show, I was honestly surprised at the level of acting that these characters brought in the show and how well written yeah. they, they were. You know what I mean? So I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Like, who were your, your favorite actors? Who do you feel stole the show? And let's start off with Chris, because I know this, this is your thing. I know you like talk casting and characters. So let me hear what you got, man. Yeah, you know, low-key, I'm a little tight. You went to me first, because now I got to pronounce the name. <laughs> yeah, I put everybody on the spot, man. You on yeah. <laughs> red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope I get these names right out of respect. Do we have a limited characters, or I can just name as many as I want? We could go in all day. Let's just pick two, and we'll go from there. My first character, even though y'all say y'all didn't like him, would be uh, Cho Sing Woo. You would, you would. Uh, yes. You know, who's played by uh, Park Hae-so. I, the, I might have traitor. Cho Sang-woo, even though he was the traitor, I just like how in-depth his character was. It's like, he was that character, if you was to watch an anime, he was that character when he pushes his glasses up to yep. his face, you never see the eyes. Yep, just a glint you from know. the light, yeah, that's it. Yeah, just a oh, glint from the light. <laughs> he, he, was, he was one of those anime-type characters that you knew, like, oh, man, I can't trust you. 
Yep. Because I know that you get down in some dirty stuff. You know? <laughs> but you know, he sticks to his guns, though. That's just yeah. how he is. He, yep. he like, didn't change he, at all. I think that the other characters were so naive and he knew what he was getting into from the beginning that he was always thinking two or three steps ahead. While everybody was thinking about their morality, he basically said, listen, I'm here to win. Mm-hmm. And I respected it. And it wasn't that he wasn't like a one note character. It wasn't that he was just like, oh, I'm going to kill Ali. Cause that was a sad point in the story because you could tell it hit him when he had to do it, but it was survival of the fittest. And he knew that he could play on Ali naivete. And yeah. once he found out. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it was unfortunate, you know, because it was like, you know, that was a good guy, man. Like you didn't, you didn't want that to happen. He was ruthless, but at the same time, you respected it. And the other character I would say is my number two was Shorty. Her character was Kang Sabak. Please tell me if it was a different pronunciation. I think it's Sabiok. Yeah, it's Sabiok, I think. So it's feel like, free. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna give y'all some rocks so y'all can throw that at him real yeah. quick. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's you no, know, she's she's the youngest, I think, in the actual games, next to the other girl that she was playing with, um, Ji Young. They both were like about maybe like 18, 19 years old, if that. And she was playing the game for her little brother. She could tell she came from a very tough life. She was already living on the streets with the gangs and stuff. Similar to Shok Sang Woo, she knew what she was into. You know, she knew about what was going on. She already had the the blade in the pocket. She was strapped from the beginning. She was not playing games. It was like she wasn't afraid of anybody. She was already looking around and saying, okay, you know, what was the gangster's name? I think his name is Jay Dong Su. Yeah, Doksu, uh, yeah. Dok Su. yeah. The Doksu, yeah. You know, she already had him and said, Oh, notice, like, listen, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah, you know, episode shot- one, too. Like it, yes, it, it was one. on it was on site for real. Yeah, man. it was on site with them <laughs> from episode one, you know, and she lasted a very long time because she knew she was about that life, but she also had a heart, which made the episode six moment at the end when she had to kill the girl that she came to know as a friend, Jay Young, when she had to like, you know, basically win the game by default because Jay Young just gave up. While she has that ruthlessness in her, unlike Shok Sang Woo, she didn't lose her morality. She still understood right from wrong. Mario? Let's do it. The unsung hero that no one really saw, Jonho. Mm. His character as the cop, he was so invested in trying to find out everything in this game because it had so much to do with his brother. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Can I just say, I like to call John Ho Solid Snake because my man was out here <laughs> pulling off every stealth move I ever seen in the video game. It literally felt like he was out there just stealthing dudes. With like the exclamation mark. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Alerts. Whoever found them, they were taken out immediately. Like it was crazy, man. So yeah, I, I agree with you. That was a dope character, there, man. This dude rolled up with one gun, did not know what he was going into. Yep. He had like a couple bullets on his name. So that was, and he risked it all because through him, the viewer found out that each shape is the level of authority, whether it's supervisor or you're just like a pawn because of him. We found out more about the background of the game because of this guy. So you get to see more stuff and he's uncovering it just as we are. And then how he reacts to when he finds out that his brother participated in the game. We're still not sure if he was the first winner, but he was a previous winner. Right. And and that, I mean, this went on for years. So, you know, some of those yeah. people might not even be alive anymore, obviously. You know, facts. facts who, sur- who survived the game? Because everybody else is dead. So, you know. 
Exactly. So <laughs> when he found out it was his brother, that's when his brother was a frontman, who is my second best character. There's more layers to him, and it just it makes me want to find out more. There's Definitely. so much more to the front man that we don't know. He could have fully killed his brother if he wanted to. He had all the bullets in the world. He shot him in the shoulder just like his brother shot him in the shoulder. Poetic justice. Like, yeah. you let me slide, I'm going to let you slide. I'm going to give you one. That's it. I'm going to give you one. <laughs> <laughs> now that this show is a success, if it comes back with a second, you know, second season, we'll know more about him. And that's all I want to know. I want to know more about the front man because there's definitely more layers to his story. And you yeah. can tell that it's dark as hell. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna actually bring out one more character because y'all y'all covered it, man. I mean, you, you highlighted the dopest characters and, and, and I was a big fan of Sabio too. So shout out to her for sure. She went out like a G, you know what I mean? Also, they, they did her dirty. I will say that the whole glass shards blowing up into their face was unnecessary. First of all, the game is over. They already won. Y'all didn't need to do that. So yeah. that was rude, but we gonna move on. I'm gonna bring up my man. Oh, you know, Right. Oh, no. Let's go. This player number one, man. Listen, man. I'm gonna say this from from episode one. I was suspect of this dude, but he was he just had this persona, right? He just had this like <laughs> likable, just like warm vibe to him that I was like, that's you know what? Let's look out for my man. Like I, I get it. I get it, G I know why you're looking out for him, you're trying to make sure he's good, even though this is a, a horrible idea, bad strategy, right? But it but in some ways it actually helped him, and we saw that especially in the tug of war episode right episode four without him they would have all fell into that pit of death real quick so i i love this dude i loved how he found a way to skeeve himself into every single game and scenario somehow the most unlikely character right this old feeble man with dementia just just somehow is is making it right so it was it was just crazy to me I love this dude. I love the characters interactions with him. And I think the part that I love about him the best was like every character kind of had a different vibe about him, right? A different feeling towards him. I think it kind of showed like their reflection of how they view the world too, in a way, right? How they're treating their elders and old people and this and that. So everybody had a little experience with him. And most of the people were like, yo, why are you carrying around this old ass dude for man? Like you're going to lose, you know? So yeah, man, there's there's levels to this show for sure, man. So let's get into the next part, actually. So obviously the series had deep roots into kind of poverty and society and the rich targeting the poor and where money falls on the scheme of all of this. So what do you guys feel like were like kind of the big themes of the show that overall capture like what what's going on? What is, what is Squid Games really about? Who wants to start this off? I'm, I'm going to toss this one up in the air. I'll, I'll jump in. And you know what? The one message I got out of this was it doesn't matter if you make money or you don't. It'll show you as the type of character you are. And I think mm. that's what it is. It shows you with everyone like the money doesn't truly define your character, but it it expands what it really is. Like we, one of us made like a million dollars. Would our character truly change? I'll take G G one. Uh, shit. I oh, apologize already. June. Strike yeah, one. I said, Mario. Juan. I said the Spanish <laughs> side came out. I was like, G one. G one. I'm a spoiler. Alert. He won all the money in the world. <laughs> He's still a terrible father. He came into this as a poor man. He's going to do right by his daughter. 
I'm going to make that bread. He makes that bread. And then he finds out, all right, I want to see my daughter now with all this money in the world. And then shit goes down again. So you're still what you were from the beginning. The reasons that you went into this are like still not being reflected after you got this money. You know what and I mean? What do they say? They say, you know, money don't change you, right? Money At just all. reveals who you always were. That's it, man. So, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel Message. you on that one, man. Message. <laughs> Message. See, Mike, what you got for me, man? Yeah, just using the money as a catalyst in regards yes. to talking about poverty and what people in poverty are basically being forced to do by people of higher classes and the rich and how they basically control our lives in a sense. You know, the Squid Games in a sense is the simplification of the hierarchy in which we live in. As you go through the series, you see that eventually, let's be real, there are rich white men who are behind the scenes controlling and watching these games as entertainment but for us it's life or death right clearly mm -hmm. the interesting thing about the squid games and i don't think it's talked about a lot in regards to what people talk about the episodes is the second episode at first i thought the second episode was kind of a drag but then i went back and watched it the second episode everybody votes to get out the fucking games okay or well the majority votes to get out the fucking games because that's what the rule said if the majority of people in the games vote to not do it everybody goes yep and the money will go to the people families that died, right of the people who died that died right so you got to see some people's personalities there in regards to people who said i want to go or i want to stay eventually the last vote um the old man who we come to find out is kind of behind the whole thing. He gives them a chance. He did. He's part of the game. So he already knows what's going to happen. He's technically not in any real danger. So he already says he's the last vote. And he says, I'm going to send you all back home. And I'm going to give you all a chance to come back if you want to. We're not going to put a gun to your head and force you to come back. And the people that you saw, some of them who said, all right, get me out of here are the exact ones that came back. I mean, did anybody not come back? It really no, felt they, like everybody came back. Like almost, everybody, like, almost everybody like almost came everybody back. Came I think back. I think at the end he said, "Can you keep an eye on the 17 or 20 people that didn't come mm, back?" Okay, okay. Yeah. But not most of the people came. decided to come back. And it just showed, you know, how life to them was more torture than death. Mm. And being in the games where you could possibly have financial gain is either that you win or you die right. that was easy that was the easier decision and it simplified it for them and i like how the themes of the show kind of showed the mindset in which people who don't have much think i think the mindset is unfortunately people in poverty think they don't have many options it, it's it, like you know i'm not trying to get all philosopher on you but it's either red light or green light that's mm. what they chose, right? It was like the green that. light was to stay, the red light was to go. It, to these rich and white people, it's, you know, they, they have all the choices in the world. They can sit down and watch us and gravel at their loose change. But for us, we feel like we only have two choices. It's either to be rich or to be poor. And you get to see, as Lopez said, people's true nature come out. Unfortunately, it's that ruthlessness keeps us from bringing each other up. You know, and that's when you get into that whole 
crab in a bucket type of thing. You know, if I can't make it, nobody can make it. But Lopez, I want to hear your opinion on the things. Man. What did you? Yeah, man. I mean, yo, see, Mike, you you actually surmised that really well. I love what you were calling out there. I think that it definitely was this in depth look at poverty, right, and where we got to see people's kind of true intentions and and how they would act when they're pressed. And unfortunately, when you're living in poverty, you know, you have that state of mind that you are oppressed, right? And you don't have options. So yeah, unfortunately, people are forced to make bad decisions, right? Because it's either bad decision A or bad decision B, right? Most of the people did not want to put people in harm's way, you know, but unfortunately, once you were in the game, that's it. You can't choose that you didn't want to hurt people anymore. That's not an option. And you now have to prioritize how these people kind of scale up to you, right, in in your view of the world. So that's kind of the part that I took away from it. One thing I wanted to kind of flip on its head, too, is was the gambling aspect of it, man. Now, gambling came up quite a few times throughout the show. And I don't know if y'all caught that. Obviously, there was like the first episode, right? Since the first episode, right? We saw the horse race, right? We saw on the train tracks right away, right? He's throwing the paper on the track, right? He's like, yeah, you you hit this and I'll give you like $20. This dude got slapped in the face how many times (laughs) for $20? You know what I mean? This guy was addicted to just the possibility of winning. It didn't really matter, right? Like, it wasn't like he was winning $100 and it was going to make a big difference in his life or whatever. This dude might have won $10, $15, but he was willing to get slapped over and over and over for it. You know what I mean? So I thought that was interesting in how they were bringing a gambling aspect to it, too, because I know there's always kind of that rat race idea of like, you know what I mean? Let me just hit the lottery one time and everything will change, you know? So I kind of like how they kept bringing up that reoccurring theme of gambling throughout this poverty experience as well. You know, the whole game itself was just a, a, this kind of risk reward, right? Based on the overall pot of the of the game. So, you know, I thought that was interesting too. So we got to talk about the games. Yeah. This whole series is called Thanks. Squid Games. We got to get into the games themselves. So uh, we saw the use of children games such as Red Light, Green Light. We saw a tug of war. We saw that weird glass stepping game that they were doing, you know, major plot points throughout the series. Which games do you guys feel had the most impact? Which would you feel most comfortable playing if you had to as well? See, Mike, start it off. I want to hear from you, man. Man, which game would I do? I don't like that Graham Cracker game. I wasn't feeling that. I'm not nah, that was crazy, man. Uh, I never even seen that type of game. You just gotta lick like crazy. I mean, not everybody was licking though. You know what I mean? Some people were trying different strategies there. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. For this question, I might just have to pick Tug of War. Yeah, man, that was that was a good one. In regards to like the series, I think Tug of War was my favorite game. Okay, and the plot point for that, I loved it because it was about the weak versus the strong. You can still overcome strength with strategy and will. That's the one you think you can survive. But what position yeah. in the tug of war would you be the point person in the front? The person. Oh, yeah, anchor, that's a good question. Wait, where are you going to be on the rope, man? Certain, yeah. Now that you've seen the strategy, where do you think you are on the rope? I'm not the back because I'm strong, but I'm not that strong. Okay. Um, okay. So you either middle or front. Where you at? I'll probably be in the middle of the front, maybe the middle. I'll probably okay. be in the same position that uh, Cho Sang Wu was in, which was like maybe like right behind the, the first person. Yep. Yeah, he was like third. 
was like second or third. Second or third. Yeah, yeah, third. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one who could see what's going on if the front person doesn't see it. Like if the front person doesn't see something, I could call it out. And when he made that final call, you can't tell me you wasn't hyped when he said at the Bro. end, when they, he was like, yo, just everybody take board, like three or that four steps crazy, forward. That was crazy, man. That and then, was and then everybody was bugging out. He said, nah, we got to do it. One, two. Three, yep. two, 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 two. Was boom! I was like, and they caught it, I, bro. That I was, was one like, of the craziest drinks I ever seen. That was wild, man. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was holding my breath. <gasps> Gee, yeah, I think I like a tippy toe out. Like, I don't think he, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, no, he almost fell off. I think almost fell off. Like, it was a risk, but like you know, it was just like strength, strategy, and will. And I think that that's why Tug of War would be cool for me. But I'm interested to see Mario. Which game did you like in the series, and which one would you actually pick for yourself? I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not comfortable with any of these games. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, because if if we go to your point of tug of war, it's a team effort. There might yep. be someone in your team that could fuck you over at any point. Like, that just like some people just don't listen when it's a team effort. You know what I mean? Uh, red light, green light. No. Yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> so many people died in red light, green light. It was like That's a little crazy. twitch would have got you shot, and I was like, "Nah, I can't. I'm not that stable." The marbles, I can't do either, just because there's no strategy. Other and there also than, wasn't actually a set game, right? People kind of made up their own rules. You make your own rules depending yeah. on how you know how they went. But so I'm actually gonna go with like the the sugar graham cracker game. If it's the triangle, like I ain't doing anything outside of the you triangle. Can't, not, you can't get down with that umbrella. No, no, nah, you can't get down with Yo, that star. Yo, I sorry, Jihoon, shout out to you. Go. I can't do the umbrella. I can't do. It. <laughs> I mean, the only time if anyone felt comfortable with anything was probably for the Marvel game was probably my girl Mineo. She she was like the odd man out. I think that's the only time anyone can be comfortable when you're not selected. Actually, right. that's what I, that's my answer. When I'm not selected for the game, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I won the so, game. Yeah, so yeah, you're going to strategize to get yourself out the game, but still be in the game. In the game. <laughs> okay. I like it. I, I mean, like it. Shout out to the shorty, Mignel. I mean, because she was crazy. She was extra, bro. She but wanted she to was, play, too. She, she, was she was about it, though. I can't But she was though. about that life. She was manipulative. She was crazy. I think she was a con woman too. Oh, 100% so, a con. Oh, yeah. yeah. She went out so, like a G, though. She did. I think she was the most authentic character on the show, though, to be honest. Like, she she was herself from start to finish. And she might snake you, but you you knew she was trying to snake you. Though, no, you know what I mean? She's coming for you. She's yeah, coming. Yeah. I respect you know, she, it. What about you, Lopez? Good game, man. Yeah, I was. I, this is a hard choice. I was thinking about it at first. I was thinking tug of war too, but I don't know, man. It's probably between tug of war or the glass bridge for me. And the reason why I say that at first, I thought the glass bridge was just, bro. This is such a random game. But then I started thinking, y'all did not play the glass bridge game right. You know what I mean? Like I felt like they could have strategized and actually had more teamwork to get them all across to the other side. You know what I'm saying? But of course, it was every man for himself. That's what the problem was, right? So it's like once one person saw, oh, I'm going to push this man through and I, then I'll really know. Then it, the game kind of went archaic and chaotic from there. You know what I mean? But if I would like to say, you know, if there was a little bit more strategy involved, Glass Bridge, I could see myself getting through that. You know, If I mean? you had to pick a strategy, how would you have got across it? See, what they didn't realize was that you could have two people on one glass panel at one time. 
So I would have used the buddy system, man. Take a buddy with you, go on the glass panel, use them to weigh if the glass is going to break or not. They fall through, you catch them, you pull them back up. I know it sounds crazy, but listen, what was worse, that or seeing people just fall through over and over and over again through these glass panels? I just felt like, yo, we can be a little bit smart about this. Now, I will say, you know, there was the timer issue, but if we remember they were kind of moving until the point when they started splitting up. Right. And then people froze up and was like, yeah, I'm not going forward. You go forward. Now nah, you go, man. Yo, if you don't go, I'm a bitch ass. Like, yeah, you know, it got really wild out there. So I just think if there was a little bit more strategy involved, there was kind of a clear leader in the front. There would have been an easy way, especially given that that one dude, he, he knew how to peep the glass. Right. That's that's kind of your emergency reserves right there. Right. Yeah. So, big but, facts. If you would have just asked somebody, hey, right. Yo, y'all you know anything about the glass man like yeah. <laughs> like what number would you have well been? were they allowed to change orders though was that like no I don't know no you they... had to go you had to go by the order of the numbers that you would oh right, right 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 so what number True. would you let's, i mean i'm not going it. one that's crazy <laughs> you know what i mean one is already a death sentence you know what i mean like whoever step but you step on the first glass you fall through that's it but i'll go two yeah Wait, are you wild as two Right Bro, listen, one. you say I'm wilding, but if you think about it, whoever gets across first is really what matters. So I'm not trying to wait till the end. You know, I'm trying to be one of the first people to get across. I'm going to help my people get across after that. But, you know, strategically. Not knowing the game. Let's say there was 16 vests, one to 16, not knowing anything. What number would you choose? Seven. Eleven. Chris. Nine. So we would be the, the, the cattle. Like we would have been they, in the they, middle. They, yeah. Right the, what the they engine. call it the animal instincts. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. They scrounge it for the middle. Yeah. First of all, why was Jihoon taking forever to pick a number? Bro, just pick a number. Yo, why are you sitting there nah, because thinking I, about I, it mad like, deep? Because like, he, he was thinking about the He was thinking too much. Man. He was thinking too he was much. Like, you need a number, like, man. Like if you pick 16 and somebody pick one, Logically, you would think that one will go first, 16 will go last. But then right. they could switch and said 16 goes go first, backwards. one will go last. Yeah. But the point is, you wouldn't know either way. They could switch it up on you and you either be first or last. That's so why, why everybody, are you thinking about it? Like, that's just why everybody something went in the, the middle. middle. Exactly. You know, we're going to take but, our chances in the middle and see what happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. Obviously. We already said this show is the number one Netflix series right now. It actually beat out Bridgerton, which I think was previously the, the number one title for Netflix as like most watched series. A huge, huge honor. And and as we know, this was a, a Korean drama that was brought into the U.S. market. I think it took the writer like 10 years to even like get this script approved or something like that, which he had to sell his laptop in order to keep this dream going too. like. Whoever this dude is, get yours, man, because you 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 done you hit get it. Get paid. Man. Get your little veneers on point. You know what I mean? You did it, man. So good for you, bro. Rumor has it the series might be worth about now nine hundred million dollars for Netflix. <sighs> Wait, what? Talk about a gamble, right? Here we go again. So what do you guys think? Is, is Squid Game going to be a one hit wonder? Do you think it's going to just keep multiple like hitting multiple streaming platforms? Like, what do you think about the future of Squid Games right now? Mario, you started off, bro. I don't think this is like a one hit wonder or something that's just like trending for the time being. Like this has its fan base. It has its community. I also uh, want to anyway, I also I also want to bring in real quick and just say, you know, obviously this was this was a foreign, you know, series. So obviously you want to look at it from that impact as well. Do we do we think that we see multiple, you know, foreign series being kind of mainstream in the future? Do you think this is gonna be something that kind of sets it off? Yeah. 
Squid Game is definitely. You know what I think actually really set it off was Parasite because it's also another. Yes, bro. Movie. Thank you for so calling shout that out, to out Parasite. bro. Yes, like, Parasite. Parasite was really the one that put it me opened on, doors. For sure, it bro. opened the doors for all everyone. Like after that, people saw that one South Korean zombie movie, Train to Busan, and then from that Good movie, Train to Busan. Yeah, bro. So like, it's opening the storyteller of not just South Koreans but like everyone else. So I think you know. Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep. Yeah, it, let's man. Keep it. I mean, the writing's there, right? You know. Yeah, Chris, what you I think? Mean, man? It's dark. Yeah, welcome to the future, man. I think you better. Everybody's gonna start grabbing these properties, mm-hmm. all this foreign IP. You know, like what Mario said, Parasite was big, but Parasite was like a film, of course. I think you're definitely gonna start seeing a lot of um, streaming services, Amazon, Apple TV, grinding and trying to grab any type of foreign series that's now if i'm I'm a creator in china anywhere outside of the united states Mm -hmm. you right now is your time to start selling you know your property and your idea to these streaming services because squid games i think if they didn't kick the door down fully they definitely knocked it off the hinges Mm -hmm. and you know 900 million dollars it's worth now for netflix of course they want a season two now, yep. I don't know if the gentleman is going wants to do one, but I'm pretty sure they're going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at him yep. to get another one. Make sure it works. You know, yeah. Damn straight. I think that this is the future. I'm so happy that foreign films are getting this a critical acclaim and are getting recognized because these guys, as you said, look, they, they work hard. You know, they go decades trying to get a script off the ground and get it made. And then when you're doing it, you're thinking this is your only shot. So you're probably stressed out. Like, now it's a hit show is one of those things that once you do something like this, can you do it again? Now that's going to be a different type of stress. Yep. Let me, let me give me one second. Let me get this man's name who created squid games because we were, yeah, yeah we, yeah, we definitely get, need to give flowers. him his flowers. Cause he was, yeah. he did some things out there, man. Yeah. So it was created by, excuse me, my, my pronunciation, Wang Dong Hook, Wang Dong Hu. We apologize me, in advance. Let me Thank know if y'all can pronounce that better than me. I'm not even gonna try because you you yeah. already botched it. So, but, but Wang, <laughs> Wang Dong Yuk, yeah, yeah, Wang Dong Yuk, Wang, Wang Dong Yuk, who created it, wrote it, and directed it. You know, and shout out to the composers as well because the soundtrack for this was lit too. Yeah, it was, facts. It was. Facts, we facts. didn't even you know, we, we didn't even get into that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I I agree with Mario, and I, I definitely stand on the sentiment that this is going to be an interesting era of shows to come out now on streaming services that are not American-made shows that we're going to have to read subtitles for or dub. And it's going to give a high demand towards these countries. Like, you know, like, you know, these guys, they're coming out with something unique. And that's what I like, original IP. I want to see something new. I don't want to see the same thing done over again. And at least they are trying to do something new. I think Hollywood is in a rut where they keep trying to remake creativity. No creativity. Or even if you're going to remake it, like remake it and make it something your own. Don't just remake something just to rehash the same old formula. That's that's not hot. Nobody nobody appreciates that. Exactly. You know, we're we're, we're stuck in this remake reboot era in Hollywood and it's diluting the movies that are coming out. And I think that, you know, this is going to give people of foreign descent a chance to come in and push Hollywood out the way. Well, I mean, of course, Hollywood is going to eventually try to get in on this too and buy these guys in as well. But at the same time, it's going to give these creators a chance from foreign countries to come in and make an impact, not only in America, but worldwide. Because, 
you know, people forget we are not the center of the universe. There are more people in China than there are in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody else speaks a different language or multiple languages. So we, we know that, you know, these foreign creators, they can make a great show and great movies with a little budget. And with that, there's, it's, like, there's going to be a high demand for it. And I just, I just know it. Like we're going to get a plethora of new material from foreign creators. This is, this is the start of a new beginning in my eyes. Definitely agree with the both of you guys. And, and I also wanted to call out shows like, especially on Netflix, like um, Money Heist too, right? Which is was, was oh another show that I love and, and Yo, all red all show. day, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, uh, we already see show. these shows are highly addictive, well written. There is some talent there, you know what I mean? So definitely want to make sure that that we're dipping into these pools, you know what I mean, of this foreign talent and foreign media. Korea in general is just like really winning right now when it yes. comes to content, man. Like, and I know we're talking TV shows and we mentioned Parasites movie, but like, let's talk even music, right? Like, we, we got groups like BTS out here, man. K-pop, Ooh, is K-pop groups are huge, huge. I didn't, I didn't see this coming. I'm gonna be real. I didn't know it was gonna be like that. But we saw K-pop hit the US so hard, bro. You, 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 your, your little friend down the block is singing songs in Korean now. That influence is amazing to me, Merle, to, to see, you know, other countries actually being able to really hit our markets and not just hit our markets, but hit our markets strong with content. Make you want to say, make sure you step in your game up if you're out here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and you're trying to, you know, be in the content market and the content game. Because, listen, people pulling out all the stops right now and they're, and they're making some dope content out here. So I, I, I respect the hustle. I respect what the foreign markets are doing out there. Keep it coming. I'm gonna keep watching it. Y'all keep making shows like Squid Games and Money Heist, and I'm I'm here for it all day, and I will binge it. You know what I mean? So, get that money for sure, man. I think I'm gonna end our session there. Do you guys want to make any other call outs for Squid Games before we close this out? Uh, yeah, I wanted to say one more thing, and listen. I love the show. Y'all know I love the show. (laughs) But without a doubt, I think the ending was kind of weak. I just wanted to put that out there. I liked the show. The ending wasn't terrible. I just think it was kind of weak. Because the show, when something builds something up so well, you think it's going to hit like a crazy crescendo. And it just felt like, all right. Something was missing? Yeah. But was was it intentional, though? Yeah, it's I mean, a, I mean, it's like, a cliffhanger for sure. You yeah, know what I mean? If like, they're building it up for a season two, then look, look, I'm already anticipating a season two. I can't wait right. to see a season two of this, you know? And when we found out that the old man was running the games, I thought that the essence of why he was running the games would have hit a lot stronger. Mm. But like I said, maybe there was something more that we just haven't explored yet. Like y'all was talking about, I think the cop is still alive. I think yep. that's going to be a lot more with the older brother that's going to be shown. I think that it's going to be a new games and, you know, it's going to be about stopping the games now. I think that they have a lot to work with, but at the same time, it was just like, you know, maybe I was anticipating like a big reveal, like, you know, were were you disappointed to see it was just like old white dudes, just being old white dudes at the end. Yeah. 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 Like, like like, (laughs) it was, it was like, like when I saw that low key, I was like, oh, it's the same thing. Like it's always is. <laughs> but you know, is like, so is it is it bad or is it just like, well, I guess this is just the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, the it, world as it is. 
it, it was one of those things. It was like, mm. you know, I was like, ah, dang, I guess it's always the world, right? Like, you know, old white men, like, controlling our destiny. I also was like, wasn't it the old man's creation? Like, why would he let these? Like, that was the thing. I was, I wanted to know what his connection was to bring. If he was all about people caring about other people, because at the end, it was always about nobody cares about this person that's in the street, that's poor and homeless. And it was about the morality of people who are poor. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. But you have these white people coming in to watch poor people die for their own amusement. Like, what's the connection there? Why are you doing that for them? Yep. What makes them so important? Are they just financing it? And that's the only reason. Maybe because I wanted those answers. Maybe that's the reason why I felt a little disappointed. Yeah, yep. maybe that was that's the answer when it first started because maybe it's like it was commercialized with the older white gentleman that paid it. But maybe prior to those bets, it probably was just held within that community, just the South Korean community. Maybe there, the meaning was there. I'm not sure. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm with y'all, man. So I, I hope we get to see more. If we don't, listen, man, This it, the series has already done a lot. It was only a few episodes, and, and look how much impact it made in just those few yeah. episodes. So, you know, it I already won it, the chip. You already exactly, won the chip. Exactly. You, you won know. already. I'm just trying to see what else you can do out there. You know yeah. what I mean? I just yeah. want to see if you can go back to back. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hey, man, all I know is Jihoon, your dad is definitely all in. Um, I'm almost. Ooh, I'm I like that, that theory. theory, though. I like that I, theory. So I, I think I think we're going to close it out there, man. We, we can get deep into this all day. One thing I did want to call out real quick is if you are going to go and rewatch the series, I know like a lot of us, you know, myself included, probably watched it with like the English subtitles or whatever. But from what I heard, a lot of those translations did not really translate correctly, you know, as per the culture and how they what the meaning of them really was supposed to signify in the show. So, you know, I would recommend trying to, to watch it with the with the real translations uh, that do it a little bit better justice uh, in, in translating the, the show correctly. So keep an eye out for that. If you're going to rewatch the series, I probably will at some point just see what I missed, see what little clues I can catch again. Yo, the games were on the wall the whole time. I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it at that. See, Mike, you want to close us out, man? Sure, why not? Shout out to Hype Lopez for doing a great job. Of Thank you, man. Thank you, man. You know, I'm trying to be like you, see, Mike. You know what I mean? Uh, who isn't? Um, but... All right, I'll take that back. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it back. I'm going to just reclaim the spot. You know? Yo, he keep I'll be back next week. You. Lopez, would you mind doing the pleasure of closing us out, man? You know, I want you to, to lead the close out for the first uh, time. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Well, you know what we say, as always, the respect, the respect is, is mutual. mutual. Peace, y'all.